All righty. Uh, Internal Revenue Service to no longer count as taxable income. The subcounty grants to help homeowners upgrade to new uh, high septic systems, a decision that will help environmentally conscious residents save a lot of money. Uh, according to many involved here to discuss, the fine, fine subcounty controller, his name is John Kennedy. Uh, nice enough to give us a couple here on a Thursday. Sir, how are you? You all right? Good morning, Jay. Yeah, doing fine. Here we go. Doing fine in a busy December morning. Lots to do. Lots going on, but always happy to talk to you and the listeners. How you been? Well, I'm doing great, buddy. You know, I tell you, you and I uh, spoke about this. Oh, boy, it was almost every other day uh, way back in time. So, it's you know, it's kind of a a reversal, John, of the policy from, what, 2020, the IRS policy. And, of course, uh, coming on the heels of the November U.S. Department of Agriculture, the decision that the grant sh- should be considered the old words here, the keywords, tax exempt. So, uh, all in all, here we go, helping taxpayers. No doubt about it, Jay. Listen, this is something where, you know, um, for me personally, you know, I looked at it and we've talked about it. Um, I've had the great honor and privilege of having lived here in Suffolk County all my life, 66 years. Um, grew up with a family that were avid clamors. Um, used to snorkel for lobster off the North Shore. Love the beach, love the area, and have always been mindful of, you know, uh, the great beauty and the great natural, you know, resources we have around us. Um, you know, the, the, the process was very clear. Um, the IRS, um, you know, indicated at the outset that this was deemed a uh, taxable commodity, a taxable benefit. And, um, you know, that's the thing. This role being comptroller, which I just got reelected to pretty well, finally, uh, I love it. But I'm ministerial. I, it's not like I, you know, get to pick and choose laws that I want to uh, abide by the ones that I don't. As I say, I'm the guy that calls the balls and strikes. And, um, you know, as the program was set up and it as was arranged at the outset, uh, it was deemed a uh, taxable benefit. You know, I go back to, and I've been vocal about it, but uh, I'll, I'll do it again. Um, the way the program was set up in the first instance, on the research side, on the legal side, in my opinion, was very shoddy, uh, very shaky, and um, you know there were there were alternatives that could have framed this in a non-tax way right from the outset. But um, Steve Ballone and his administration didn't want to do it. So here we are now. Um, the IRS has um, embraced the USDA. They've talked about the uh, overwhelming or the overarching uh, benefits that can be had for uh, reducing nitrogen and pollution issues and um, no longer taxable. So that means my office has one less thing to do, which frankly is pretty good, as we are buried up to our eyeballs in the fallout from this hack. Um, and people who have put it in, remember, 1,277 systems installed so far. 24 million spent so far. Um, now can amend their tax returns. And I've checked with um, tax professionals, people that I know in the business and trust, and they say three years. You can go back 36 months in order to amend a return. Yeah, no question. Uh, we're talking with John Kennedy. He's the Suffolk County 
uh, controller, and of course, uh, discussion regarding the IRS to no longer count as the taxable income. You know, the Suffolk County grants helping homeowners upgrade to new high-tech uh, septic system. You know, you bring up the USDA, and they posted, if I remember correctly, back in November, saying the grants were primarily for the purpose, John, of conserving the soil and the water resources, protecting, restoring the environment. That was kind of a key criteria for making the funding tax exempt, right? You know, because, you know, in the ruling, the IRS credited <coughs> that decision with kind of paving the way for the reversal, so to speak, here, right? I, I believe so, Jay. I think that's kind of what um, prompted the IRS to go ahead and um, shift and, and change their position. Now, when you think about it, some of the research that we looked at, and there is not a whole lot of case law when you get into this area, but it did involve applications regarding federal funds used for um, uh, large-scale initiatives. Uh, the, the seminal case, I believe, was the one out of Pittsburgh where there was um, HUD money that was used for upgrading or improving what had been a very um, negatively impacted area or neighborhood, and it was with facades. And it was uh, multiple uh, townhouses and things like that. And how the money was used, who did the selection process, what benefit the individuals had. But it was large scale. So here I would say, by analogy, the USDA is essentially saying, just as you did, look, the, the, the shift or the adjustment is going to help us, you know, fight what we've seen over periods of time as far as degradation of our bays and our inlets. And it's mindful of the fact that Suffolk County is the one of the largest agricultural counties in the state of New York. When you look at volume of production, range of, of use, and so it is definitely a take that went it's adding something new to what previously had been unaddressed or or, or uh, undiscussed when the program was rolled out. Question. Are we still sit looking at the same price points, John, regarding these these grants? Are they still in that tw- ten to, what, $20,000 range? Oh, yeah, easy, easy, easy. As a matter of fact, when you look at it, I mean, the, the, the size of the amounts that we've been putting out are yeah. averaging in that neighborhood... And the ultimate price tag of these installations, I think, is probably going anywhere from twenty-five to thirty thousand. You know, there's still a whole testing aspect and some of the monitoring and other things that need to go on with the program. But um, you know, it is um, uh, yes, yes. I believe that uh, that that's still the range of where we're at. Like I said, with um, one thousand two hundred seventy-seven um, installed. Twenty-four million spent. Simple mathematics puts you at roughly about twenty grand a pop. There you go. So uh, we can finally put this to rest regarding the IRS ruling, and uh, and there we go. So let's head for a second to see what's happening with the uh, computer systems and everything else. The nightmare. I can't even imagine what you've been going through uh, over the last. What is uh, unbelievable to. To us is three months now. Three months today is December the eighth. Unbelievable. Um, well, and here we go. You know, we have a panel that's set up, named 
just a couple of days ago for those who are going to ask hopefully some some questions, tough questions, get some answers, real answers on the subpoena power there. So, uh, in essence, uh, you know, we try and unravel and everything else. Now, I'll tell you this. I've had some conversations with those very, very close to this whole deal. No names in play here. Uh, but I will say this, and I have, uh, you know, kind of corroborated storylines here because I never say anything that I don't know what I'm 100% sure of, as you know, or at least try for I that do. matter. I but do. in I essence, do. this problem goes back a long way. And yeah. alerts and yeah. flags and everything else yeah. uh, on deaf ears, I hate to put it that way, but well, no, in my but estimation, as a matter of fact, this was a yeah. problem that could have been averted. Yep. And that's the sad part of it all. I will say this. Many a conversation I had uh, with individuals, and I have now come up with a fact, John, that this was a problem. Let's put it this way. A problem that really we should never have had in the first place. So here we go. It is a, it, it, it is a, it is, first of all, um, the degree to which it has impacted our ability to operate has been catastrophic. Um, the thing, it's funny. So we just talked about, you know, the septic initiative, which is very visionary and leading. And we segue into the largest municipal cyber attack in the United States of America in the history of the country. Nobody has this distinction out of the 3,022 counties in the United States that we have of having been hacked, collapsed, and still struggling 90 days into it without the ability for the public to access, without the ability for offices like mine to do the activities necessary to get vendors paid, to get people critical funds that they contracted with, and the fact that there were what they call them malware uh, 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 alerts that go back all the way back to the early part of last year. You'll recall in March, I made an attempt to go ahead and get my own server with my own firewall protection. Was it an issue of money? We had sufficient funds in our capital budget, put forward a very non-fancy, simple methodology for purchase of a rail, and I was stopped. I was stopped by Steve Ballone's IT director, Scott Mastelon, saying it was not necessary, and they wanted my operations under their roof so that they could go ahead and monitor it. Here's the simple thing. They didn't do their job. They didn't do their job, and as a result of that, think about this, Jay. You're a guy who loves numbers, just like me. Myself and 26,000 of us have every aspect of my personal information out on a dark web now. Interestingly, I believe that's a derivative of our EMHP, which is 43,000 people. And that's children, that's former, all my four kids would be in that. Add to that, 470,000 motorists. That's over 500,000 Suffolk County residents impacted by this hack. That's one in every three. We're only a county of 1.5 million. One third of this county has been compromised as a result 
of the county executive and his IT director not being able to go ahead and do their job. Dropping of the ball. Complete dropping of the ball. It really was. And you brought it up. You know, you got an IT guy there. uh, And quite frankly, I would want to review the man's credentials as far as how he has acted on the job. I mean, it's really been poor decision-making. You bring up the firewalls and everything else. You bring up the dollars that were supposed to be put in play, John, to protect one from going through this. And one only wonders, okay, didn't work. Where did the dollars go? And now, you know, the emphasis as far as next year's budget, emphatically one to say, hey, we've got dollars put aside for this, that, and the other thing. Well, what happened the previous time? Why did things fail so blatantly is what we all want to know. Really, I mean, to me, I mean, this is an absolute catastrophe. Think about this. Suffolk County, ladies and gentlemen, is the 20th largest county in the United States of America. How does one go through these policies? I mean, it is unfathomable. To see what has happened here over the last several months. This could have been averted. I mean, it starts, I'm sorry, it starts at the top. It starts at the top and a trickle-down effect here. A complete dropping of the ball. So what happens with that, Jay, is, and again, it gets to stuff that you and I talk about all the time. You know, the voters in Suffolk County were very wise when they adopted the charter, and they had a separately elected chief financial officer. And the systems and the operations under my auspices, I am independent. I am now mindful of the fact that my financial system still is sitting in this server farm that alone... IT forensics team has acknowledged has two hundred over two hundred incidents of compromise. I gotta get to the cloud. I can't get to the cloud fast enough and they are blocking me. We will be in the ledge next Wednesday because I've had no choice. The administration is refusing. I've had a request sitting with them for forty days. And the only thing I've gotten from them is we're reviewing critical initiatives. Well, if you can't pay your damn bills, guess what? I can't think of anything other than putting cops and COs on the street that's more important. So I'm not surprised, Jay. Listen, it's been this pathway for a long time. I'm going to the ledge. We're laying it out all in front of the committee and government ops. And I'm going to let the policymaking body hopefully finally get the ability to say, yeah, we better do something to tight this thing up so far. We're about as secure as a bowl full of jello. Uh, it, it, it is continuing to be unstable, unsecure, and operating. I, I can't even get my banking done because they put us into a new email system and never told anybody about it. It's like I'm operating with the Iron Curtain, or it's Putin sitting over there talking to nobody. So that's where we're full of Jello references, sir. I mean, that really sums it up. Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, I I go back a, a long time as far as the years, as far as the county 
executive's choice for the chief of the Department of Police. Remember that guy? Uh, I do. I do. Uh, the IT commissioner now? Okay. You know what I'm talking about here? I mean, just really poor, poor decision making. And by the way, from what I was told, Maslin was told numerous times. Numerous questions were brought to him, by the way. I go Very back good, to absolutely. even March as yeah. far as the problems that yeah. might come into play. A lot of frustration yep. on, on many of folks, many of folk, as far well, as the, I, I, yeah, you know, the situation said, you know, at hand regarding, you know, hey, I'm telling you, you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing, we've got an issue, hello, the firewall, sir, hello, yeah. Yeah. did nothing. Did nothing. And I corroborated no, this uh, again. Not a good situation. And I, here's the other thing that I will tell you. Yeah. That is an absolute fact. Um, any effort on the part of, of Steve Ballone and this administration to try to now characterize this as being concluded, we have implications that are running well into 2023. My um, certified annual financial report which ordinarily is due on June 30th, if we're lucky, we'll be able to put it out in September if Deloitte and Touche will even certify what has gone on during this three-ring circus with this shutdown. Um, you know, it, it, it's not like by, and I love small business, but it's not like the guy down on the corner of Lake Avenue is certifying the validity of a $3.8 billion corporation. I have right. a major national accounting firm who's basically saying to me, like, what the hell? You know, uh, we, we, we're going to have, like, a you know pretty earnest conversation here about, you know, I mean, I've signed all the checks. <laughs> We've done everything we can to try to maintain what the manual process was. We've stood it up into the system. We're processing five to 600 vouchers a week. I have 7,000 sitting in the queue at this point. And yeah. uh, I'm being told, well, maybe you'll get some John, uh, one of the other fears was, it was brought to my attention, of other municipalities falling down based on this situation here. And when we heard about the town of Islip and everything else, with some of the problems there, thank goodness they were back up, but that was one of the first things I thought of. You know, kind of the, the spillover effect and, you know, uh, it could have been a problem. Could have been a real problem as far as the problem, contagious nature of that. Well, let's think about that. Stark contrast. Angie Carpenter, who I have known, as a matter of fact, when I first came into the ledge, she was there and was a real mentor for me, has her finger on the pulse of town operations every day. Every day she's there, a presence, knows, every aspect of what's going on with her departments and picks good people. And the people she has doing IT supervision are proactive, constantly monitoring, saw the malware messages, shut the system down immediately, did the investigatory work, stood back up in roughly, what, about a week or two weeks. P.S., no compromise, no information on the dark web, no destruction of computer servers or PCs came out on the other end clean. And it is the, the, the stark contrast and measure 
from a well-run IT initiative to chaos, absolute chaos. And that's what we are, and that's what we're in, and that's what we continue to still be in, absolute chaos. As it sounds, three months, folks, three months. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what this committee comes up with as far as the subpoenas and everything else uh, with the questioning that will be in play as we uh, turn the page into the new year, I am sure. Uh, John F. Kennedy. Also, yeah, go ahead. Also go ahead, John. Very much involved in whatever is going to be in post-mortem or the restructuring here because it's kind of like, you know, you say to that mechanic who put on your wheels backwards, oh, yeah, I guess you were just having a bad day. Why don't you go ahead and fix them all, and now I'll, I'll try driving a car this way. Uh-uh. You go to a new mechanic. You, we're going to need the ledge involved in how we extricate ourselves from this mess that we're in and get stood back up the way we're supposed to be. Because uh, I have no confidence in uh, the leadership we have on the executive side. Congratulations, as late as it is for me. Uh, Well-deserved another round of play for you as the controller of Suffolk County, sir. You know, so, uh, I, I am I am grateful, as you know. I love my job, and I say, you know, 11 times in Saddle J, I finally came out with one that wasn't a squeaker. So I'm uh, I'm happy. Uh, we, we, we're both happy. We're both happy. Sir, you take care. Say hi to Leslie, all right? I sure will. Listen, you too. You have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. By the way, congratulations. I heard about your daughter. She has uh, she got married. Any luck at all, you'll be like us. You'll be a grandpa soon. Uh, no, I wish it was her. Obviously, my, my son got, got married. Ah, okay. Uh, what is it now? Two weeks? Three weeks ago. Hard to believe. Three weeks, three weeks ago. Oh, wait a minute. Four weeks ago. Tomorrow will be four weeks. Time flies. But yes, uh, we appreciate it. One down, two to go, John. One down, two to go. There you go. Keep slugging away, brother. Keep slugging away. All right, pal. There you go. The great John Kennedy. You too. The great uh, Southern County controller. Uh, And there you go. I'll tell you. You know, like I said, I delved into this. I meant to talk about it last day or two. Uh, At at some length. What's today? Today's Thursday, Tuesday. Spent a number of hours talking to some very key people who know what they're talking about with this. Uh, It is alarming. Alarming for the 20th largest county in this country to have gone what they have gone through. Alarming. That's all. I mean, listen, when you have experts in their fields and you have people who know what they're talking about, go to individuals of the higher-ups involved in this with stern warnings. They were uncomfortable uncomfortable and nobody did anything about it alarming how you dropped the ball on this could have been prevented could have been prevented that's the bottom line so 56 we go to Riverhead and that's where my man Charles Giamanco uh, stationed over at the great uh, Apple Honda in Riverhead uh, right on Route 58, uh, I'll tell you, they've been around over 65 years, folks, for good reasons. New cars, pre-owned, lease deals like you wouldn't believe. Civics Accords, CRVs, they got it going. This is a guy who runs the show, and he's done a hell of a job. 
Nevertheless, you leave there unsatisfied. Am I right, Charles? How are you, sir? How you been? All right. You are right. You you are definitely right, Jay. I try to I try to talk to everybody. You know, you know we talk about the um, you know just the customer service. I I, talk, I tell myself every day, just you know, make sure you make a friend. Be honest. Make a friend, and you know, listen. They want to buy from who they trust, who they like. So my staff does a great job. I like I said, I go out and talk to everybody. You know, things are good. We got inventory coming in. I'm looking at a truck right now. Every day the truck's coming, so the inventory is building back up. Listen, as the inventory builds up, the price is going to come down, level off a little bit, so that's going to be good for the customer. But, you know, things are good. We have plenty of used cars. Because my, you know, we do this still KBB. I did two yesterday. People come in, KBB. I write them a check off. They go with the car. So we're still doing that really well, Jay. We, you know, we can use and pre-owned cars at all times. So we, you know, we have a big used car inventory, so... No, things are good. And my staff, you know, I always talk about that. My management team. This kid, Jeff Davis, is another, you know, good manager I brought up. You know, when I got here, he was uh, actually like an assistant to a used car manager. Now he's uh, one of my top managers. I got uh, Victor. We talk about Victor. Eric, of course, is my right-hand man for sure. Eric gets. But, yeah, the staff is good. I got good salespeople. You know, so, uh, again, I talk about service and, and parts. These guys do a great job over there, though. Parts department. These guys are at 3, 4 in the morning getting ready for the day. To start, you know, wholesale you know, parts out to all over the island and then further. So no, things are great, Jay. Uh, you're doing a great job. You got new cars. What's what's the hot twenty three car right now? What's what's been the the hot deal going at the next year? Well, what's moving now, Jay? We're getting a lot of twenty three CRVs, and they're just starting to move a lot. They're coming in, or off they go. They go right out again. So. Yeah, a lot of cars have been ordered for customers that they come off the truck and customers are real excited about the process. You know, we keep in touch with them, let them know, you know, the process when it's being built and when it's being shipped. And, you know, just a, uh, just a, it's kind of a kind of a nice thing when you know the car comes off the truck and you come in and take it right home. So, you know, it's not been touched by that, been driven by nobody. So it's uh, that's working out good. But the CRV is really doing well. HRV is doing well. I mean, you know, but hopefully the next uh, – right now the Accords are going to be a little further down the road a little bit. But hopefully by, you know, maybe beginning, beginning of the year we'll start seeing the 23 Accords, and that's going to be really nice. So, yeah, we're excited about the product. Product's great, Jay. You know, it, it speaks for itself. Just... You should be. And are you excited about Aaron Judge sticking around the Bronx for nine years or no? I, I do like that. That was good news yesterday morning. Good stuff. We're going to have Rick Cerrone with, with us from Baseball Digest, an added addition to the fine guest list uh, today. Ladies and gentlemen, it'll be about 15 minutes. Uh, good stuff. Get out to Apple Honda, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you'll have Charlie tomorrow. Set us up for the weekend, AppleHonda.net. And uh, check out all the great, great deals as far as uh, Apple Honda is concerned. Great, great deals. I mean it. Great staff led by this guy. Charlie G. We'll talk to you tomorrow. How's that?